Hello, 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 and welcome to this interview being recorded for Ambient Radio. I'm Jeannie L. Stars, and I'm here with Stephanie, the author of the book called A Hundred Dates and a Wedding. The French edition was released on the 22nd of June, 2019, and the English edition was released on the 22nd of July, 2019. The book has also been mentioned in Cosmopolitan magazine, and this book, from what I have gathered, is an amazing book. A Hundred Dates and a Wedding is a light, funny book that raises a variety of themes such as divorce, relationships, religion, pansexuality, sexting, etc. Without any further ado, I'm just going to get it over to Stephanie. And Stephanie, without saying too much, tell us a little bit about your book. Well, um, the book, so uh, first of all, uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone. My name is Stephanie Kumba. I've written a book called 100 Days and a Wedding based on my personal story. Um, so it basically narrates the uh, adventure, dating mm-hmm. experiences and adventures of Valérie in London, a French divorcee. And uh, basically she shares the she learned from all the dates and experienced in a funny, weird, and well, you know, way that you could even imagine. And uh, without saying too much, um, she uh, sort of like share uh, emotion and how she goes through the dates and how she healed from her divorce through her dates. Wow. London. So, uh, yeah, the first that's 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 really great so who is valerie duval and how much of your personality is in this book uh so valerie duval is a french divorcee Mm -hmm. Uh, she has two best friends uh who she hang around every week and she relates her story um in the book she works in the perfume industry wow um, as well in a luxury uh, company, a French one, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said that. Uh, for real, uh, how much of me is in Valerie? Um, Valerie opened an art gallery. Okay. I, I, I don't. I didn't. Uh, although I wish. I absolutely love art. I don't. She's French. I'm French. She's divorcee. Um, I, I am as well. Her age in a book is, uh, is not mine. I mm-hmm. don't. I'm not in me in salary. What else? Um, she's spontaneous. She's naive as well. She believes in love. She's a eternal romantic, very positive. And even though she had bad days, she still believes in love and men mm-hmm. and still believes in humanity. And I think those parts wow. of her is also me. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, Stephanie, how much of this book is true? Mm-hmm. I would say, <laughs> I would say quite a lot in fact, because um, okay. of course I added a little bit of spice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and pepper in my book, uh, but I would say between 70% and 80% of the book is true. Wow. Um, I would say that uh, in those 70-80% of the book, there's probably the 60-70% of uh, the stories are mine. Okay. Uh, because I find some of my friends told me some story and I was like, oh, that's so funny, I need to, to 
relate that in a book. I need to write about it. Mm-hmm. I, I did again some spice and pepper. But, uh, but yeah, they're not mine. They're, I, I didn't leave them, but I, I, I wrote them. Yes. So I would say like 60, 70 percent of the book is, is my story. Mm-hmm. Wow. So since 60 to 70 percent is yours, so which character is completely made up? Mm. Character. You know, I realized that uh, in the book, there's no characters that are like really made up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it's, they are they are sometimes, because I had some boring games, don't get me wrong. Yes. I have a really, really boring game. So, uh, mm-hmm. even worth saying about them, you know, in the book, where you go there, you have to nothing to say to each other. And yes. You, you know, I have dates like that. Does it worth writing about it? No. Mm-hmm. There's nothing funny, there's nothing funny. So, but then sometimes they have a certain way to express their symbols, you know? Yes. But I, I, I mix them with another character. I see. So, uh, character 100% fake, no, there's none of them there. Character where that I own chapter, because each chapter until the last part of the book uh, is dedicated to a day. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yes, yeah, some chapters are not, as I said earlier, are not mine. So uh, I have to live there. Uh, I mean, like, it's, it's my friend's experience. It's not mine. Mm-hmm. So, yes, those are not fake, obviously. They're just not mine. But there's no chapter that is completely made up and um, that is completely untrue. Mm-hmm. That's, that's fantastic. So with all that being said, so which ones are true? <laughs> like 100% true do you mean <laughs> the, like, like true in terms of being my friend yes yes yeah, oh, like directly okay. your experiences yes <laughs> there's a few um, well for example the dream center which actually is true it's my first it was my first ex- date, dating experience after my divorce mm-hmm. date yes me dating an American guy in London. He was so nice. I was so blind. Oh wow! I didn't see how nice he was that I broke up with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so there's a few the devil where Primark. Yes, I dated that guy, and uh, I was a really uncomfortable date mm-hmm. with him. Um, and uh, yeah, a, a few of them are mine, but uh, and most of them are all true. Yes. Amazing, amazing. So, Stephanie, your book relates to a series of dates, okay? So, which was the best date you ever had, the worst, the deepest regrets, the biggest mistakes, and why? Okay, biggest, let's start with the biggest mistake. Yes. Uh, probably the dream seller, my first day. It was too early. Mm-hmm. I was still living with my husband at the time. Wow. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was too uh, Overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put a lot of myself there, and uh, and that's something I would not recommend to anyone mm. that is going through a divorce. Mm. Date someone while you're still going through your divorce. Yes. No, no, no. Uh, so, so that is my uh, biggest regret. I don't regret it per se, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I wouldn't do it again. I don't like regrets. I don't like saying I regret that because I learned from it, but mm-hmm. uh, it makes it tougher. But. Um, but yeah, that was my biggest regret. Um, okay. um, or, or the worst day, I would say the worst day, not my biggest regret. I would say my biggest regret was the light of love uh, uh, with 
that guy a call um, at fault. It was uh, bad of me to ghost him. Mm-hmm. He was such a nice guy. Oh. Uh, I think he didn't deserve that. But I would say uh, I do regret not saying, explaining why I, I, I didn't want to date him anymore. Why yes. we had an amazing time together. Uh, but I suppose I wasn't ready. Uh, the best date uh, was an impromptu date. I love surprises. So it wasn't yeah. the Vikings, it was the part two. Uh, you know, went on a jet, went to Iceland, oh, wow. the guy came completely different from what I expected. And uh, I think it was uh, yeah, one of the most amazing days. Don't get me wrong, the date with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the end of the book, I don't want to say too much. It was also amazing. Yes. But if I had, if I, uh, put my uh, boyfriend aside, uh, that would be uh, indeed uh, The Viking Chapter 31, mm. one of the most amazing ones. And uh, yeah, and, uh, and what else? I can't recall the question. So the worst, the best, and, uh, and the biggest regret. That, that, that's about it. You've answered it all. <laughs> so, okay, great. <laughs> so we're going to switch gears a little bit. So. Is this book another Sex and the City made in the UK kind of book? Because, you know, Sex and the City is very, very popular out there. And a lot of stories are really about, you know, Sex and the City and, you know, Ali McBeal kind of um, um, situation. So is this another Sex and the City made up kind of book? No, I, um, to be honest, uh, I have never watched Sex and the City, mm-hmm. even though my, a lot of my friends wish me to. Um, but never but from what I understood and sorry for all the fans out there uh, if I make a mistake uh, Carrie the main character and the friends are all single mm-hmm. and uh, searching for love in the city in New York so the first difference is obviously are obvious uh, I'm a divorcee I'm not a single um, I uh, I'm in London in Europe so basically the culture is completely different even though they start to, to be similar, to be honest, mm-hmm. uh, but still different. Also, um, I have in my book, I have two international European, 20th century European friends, mm-hmm. while New Sex and the City focuses on New York yes. and New Yorkers, while I focus more uh, in the as London, a uh, multicultural city, with both of my friends being from Italy and Spain. Mm-hmm or at least having that background and also I suppose I'm in a different stage in my life if I compare myself with Carrie in a way that um, she was single Yes, I was a couple of years back I married a, a, a man I loved mm-hmm. or I thought I loved and I divorced so I, I, I am not uh, in the same stage uh, of my life as Carrie so it's, uh, I like my book how divorcing things mm. and they're being defeated. So it's, it's different and still yet a value is full of hope like I suppose Carrie is. Yes. Uh, but that's, I, that, I think that, that's the only, um, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I only think that it's the same. But also, I like shoes. <laughs> I think first that I remember that, that she likes shoes as well. I like, I like fashion, but I'm not into fashion. I like fashion, but I'm not into fashion. Mm-hmm. I'm more like the boring, classic chic French. Yes. Sort of chic, very boring. Um, so, um, yeah, so um, that's 
where, where I, I don't think it's another sex in a city completely different. yeah I can see the the difference in in, in 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 the two that that's that's amazing so why is it so hard to find meaningful relationships today and what do you think is the dating problem of London the dating problem of London um, I think there's too many guys mm. <laughs> oh, sorry I think um, Yes, um, when you see London and New York, all those, uh, those big cities, and even Paris, there's like what, two or three women for one guy? Right, yeah. So obviously, we, the, it's overcrowded, and people are always thinking and looking for the next big thing. Mm. Not when uh, you're going in smaller towns where there may be two men for one woman, and the men there value um, the, the woman. You know more when they see oh she's amazing I don't want to go anywhere I don't want to lose her the woman is more valued in those uh, in those towns what's in London there's so many choices out there men are always like mm, she's amazing but I'm pretty sure I can find better yeah she's amazing but I know it's good, you know mm-hmm. and even some don't get me wrong even some women think like that so we're not we're not a majority in, uh, mm-hmm. in, in, in London but um yeah, I think that the people are always are afraid to commit. They always want the best of the best. They think there's always best, better out there. Mm. Uh, how many people I, 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 I meet that say to me, "Oh, I regret that uh, I broke up with that girl. I always thought that I would find better, but yes. uh, no, there's no better." And uh, and or oh, they average or they they all care, but they, they, you know, I think when you have. Uh, 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 that little pearl, that little princess or king that you found, I think you should just try to commit and make it better and improve mm. each other rather than always searching for something, you know, better than what you already yes. have. Yes. I see. I see. So, with that being said, what would be your advice to Londoners to find a partner and like some of the characters in your book? Like okay, find your catches or find your uh, Sony like in my book. Uh, um, it's like basically be true to yourself, mm. be honest with yourself. Mm. Uh, when I started dating, I try, I started playing a game and uh, and try to be you know fake, not fake to say, not faking my character, but mm. like not being completely myself. Like I have friends that are like, oh, I love. Guy, but I can't tell him, and I'm like, what? Because he, 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 if he knows, he will, you know, take me for granted. But yes. maybe if he knows that well, he will love you more, or it will make more of an effort. I think people are trying to, to play a game, mm. and, uh, and they, they forget to share feelings, share I like you, share you know I want to be with you. Yes. The sort of thing should be said because that's when someone, the other someone, tries to think, oh, maybe I should. You know, jump and you know, in that in, in that relationship and try because she really likes me. She mm-hmm. said it to mm-hmm. me. So it's there. I think people need to breathe, as uh, they said. I see. Breathing is character. It's basically the it's a relationship term mm-hmm. that means 
being true to people. You like him, you tell him. You he send your text, you respond as soon as you can. You're not wasting all oh, the two, three hours sort of like mm. waiting. No, respond. You are available now. They respond to him, and then what? What if you responded too quick? That's fine. Yes, That's yes. Okay. It shows that you like him, and maybe he will make an effort to make it, you know, relationship work. Because then you're in a vicious circle where you're like, okay. I with that guy. I'm not going to tell him. Tell him I like him. Mm-hmm. So that guy thinks you don't really like him. Yes. And because he thinks you don't really like him, he's going to stop and see if the the, the grass is greener elsewhere. And then he leaves you. And then you're like, oh, I was right not to say too much. And then the circle starts again. I'm with another guy. I'm not going to tell him too much. Mm-hmm. That about my feelings. The guy say, oh, she doesn't like me because you know <laughs> because she doesn't show his feelings. Perfect, perfect. So, Stephanie, what is the message of this book? Um, it's, it's a little bit like I just said, in fact, you know, be true to yourself, uh, don't play the game, mm-hmm. uh, there's always a nice guy out there for you, mm. and, um, and yeah, love yourself before loving anyone else. If you don't love yourself, yes. this will be reflected in your relationship, oh, and that won't work. Yes. So you can't, you need to reconnect, especially if you're divorcing, because or you've been in a relationship for a long, long time. Because obviously, my book is not only for div- for divorces; it's also for the people who, the women who have been in a relationship for a long, long, long time. time and yes. Of the children now they need to date, and it's for anyone, anyway. But you know, the main focus of the play, mm. the main target are those people, those women. Take the time for yourself. Try mm. to reconnect with yourself, yes. with your own self. Try to know what you like, what you dislike, and uh, and, and love yourself before loving someone Somebody else. else. And then mm. I think you will get the best relationship ever. Yes, you will attract the right man. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So just before we 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 head out, are there any books or any projects that are in the pipeline right now? We have about yes, one minute. Because I'm. Um, I'm really interested in, uh, I haven't seen any book of this kind, but I'm really interested in knowing and studying uh, how it is to be for real mm. in a couple, you know. There's a lot of, you know, series on, on TV, online that, you know, talk about how it is to be in a couple, but mm. I don't think they sense the reality of it. What I want to know is like, how does it go sexually speaking? Mm. How does the sex evolve? How does the friendship evolve? How does intimacy evolve as well? And um, what about being tempted, the cheating, the communicating the cheating, or communicating that I like that guy, what nice, what do you think? How the, 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 the partner responds to that? You know, I'm, uh, I, and what about the kids when someone is pregnant? Mm. How does you know, um, how the man reacts, what his real feelings about that, mm. how do they go all through that process? I think it would be very interesting to see, to study all these um, 
all these emotions mm -hmm. and uh, all those stages of life in a woman, uh, in a woman's perspective, but also in a in a man's perspective, where I can have two voices on that. Amazing. You know what? We still have some time, and I'm actually curious. I'm right here, just before we head out again. So, being married or being single, what is the hardest out of both? <laughs> mm. oh, 100% being um, single. Being married was uh, was amazing. I have to say, so okay. I, I don't want to say that my husband was. Uh, annoying. I, I spent eight years of my life with him, so it meant something. We were best friends. Um, I I uh, divorced him because he lied to me. He hid a lot of things when I discovered them. It wasn't about cheating, it, it, it was, you know, personal stuff. And uh, when I discovered them, I wasn't happy and couldn't mm. trust him anymore. Trust is more important than cheating to me. I, I would rather have him cheating on me and say, Listen to that, I cheated on you. Yes. What can we do? And then communicate about it, try to, to fix it, try, you know, I, I rather that. But it was a big lie. So uh, I divorced him for this reason. But I had amazing years with him. We moved together in London, you know. Um, we lived in Spain together. Um, uh, he, he was an amazing guy. Um, that was fun to be married with him. We didn't have any routine like some people say yeah, after seven years, blah, blah, blah. No, it, it was just an amazing marriage, an amazing relationship. Why? Dating, especially after my divorce, was very hard for me because, firstly, there are a lot of communications and tools that I didn't know, I didn't have uh, eight, eight years before. Tinder, you know, all those things I've never done. I've never been single in my life mm. uh, before. You know, my husband was my third boyfriend, so uh, it's scary <laughs> because as scary as it sounds, he was just my first boyfriend, but he was a bit wow. So um, a, a lot of things were different, and sometimes I have to. My own values, my own traditional mm -hmm. values, you know. So it was hard, and I was in a different country, and um, and uh, I, 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 I have to understand how people work, how people think, and uh, and also, um, you know, try to find who I am through those things. Yes. yes. So um, because for me, I, I went into dating very quickly, mm. too quickly, in fact, after my divorce, and I, I, sh I shouldn't have. But uh, definitely being married was one of the best things ever, and also um, and also easier. Yeah, sure. I see, I see. Well, Stephanie, you have been a delight. You have been clear. Thank you, Jenny. And thank you so much for having um, me interview you. And um, I hope to hear from you soon. And good luck with the rest of your projects. So, with all this being said, I'm Genial Stars, and I am out. Thank you very much.